for Thursday night, November the 16th, 2006. This is episode 8 of the Anime Roundtable. Good evening, this is Mike Nicholas. Tonight on the show, we'll talk a little bit about CMX and wonder if they've gained any new favor with the fan community two years after the Tenjo Tenge controversy. And then we'll focus on our favorite obscure manga titles. We'll also talk briefly about the oncoming video game console wars on the eve of the launch of both the PS3 and the Wii. That's coming up next from Toronto on thecomicden.com. The opinions expressed in the following are those of its participants and do not necessarily reflect those of the producers, technical hosts, or any other official associations of this program. Also, the following contains mature material and mild language which may not be suitable for all audiences. Discretion is advised. Well, 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 look who's back. Apparently, look, judging from your appearance, Neil, it doesn't look like you were sick the last month. It looks <laughs> like you were in the Caribbean. <laughs> nice shirt. <laughs> I think I'm wearing sunglasses, and I'm practically blind just by looking at that. It's, it's got a certain refractive index, doesn't it? I swear to God, you're either orange from from either that. I'm thinking you're either orange from that shirt or whatever you took uh, when, when when you were sick. But codeine, I was taking then, so no, it's a shirt. <laughs> How are you feeling these days? Um, on and off, okay. Better? Well, certainly well enough to I, be here. I had a nightmare the other night with the. Um, have you ever seen uh, Phantasm? Phantasm. No, I haven't. Um, reanimated corpses, large floating silver balls with kind of. Rotating apple cores that pump. Pump what? Well, whatever they get in t- into, actually. Picture, if you will. And I'm closing my eyes trying to picture it. It's <laughs> <laughs> something we should even it's think kind of a, a, just, go, just, just go ahead. A go shiny ahead. metal um, baseball sized Fruit Fucker 5000 flying through the air merrily and impacting into people's heads. And then drilling and pumping and drilling. I have trouble still, but uh, wow, that's uh, all I have to say. Write down the title later. I think I made. Th- they made three of them. They could make two. I don't know. I've seen two. Three. So what's, what's it called again? Phantasm. Phantasm. Who's it by? It's a. It's a. It's a movie. It's. it's like a, a, I know it's well, a movie. I know. I know. I know I'm idea. saying like who. You know. I mean, Some who's sort of presented? deranged director? I mean, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like it. From it the sounds <laughs> pretty accurate. <laughs> well, okay. Let me just. All right. So uh, once again, good evening. Uh, let me just quickly go around the table. Such as it is, um, to my right, James Austin, North American and a- anime and manga industry observer. Straight ahead of me, Angela Jordan, fine arts major and artist alley regular at Anime North. And drumroll, please. I said drumroll, please. <laughs> Neil Sinclair, fanfic critter and writer. He's alive. He's alive. It's a miracle. Well, okay. So let me just, I just want to regard this quickly just to start. Because tonight is Thursday night, November the sixteenth, two thousand six. Tomorrow morning is the la- is the big launch day, the next salvo in the great video game wars. We had alluded to this, like way back in show, like way back when we started the season. But here it is, the the eve of PS three. I don't know what to say. I, I I will say that. Okay, I have to say this though. Um, 
there were radio reports down here in Toronto that people had started lining up at Best Buy as early as this morning. I think even bef well before that, probably last night, sometime last night, I wouldn't mm -hmm. be surprised. But uh, you know, I started hearing the reports this morning, and I live near the, um, and I live near one of the busier Best Buys and Future Shop areas because they're like on opposite corners of each other, and a Future Shop and a Best Buy in Mississauga. And we passed by the Best Buy, and we and there was a lineup already going around the corner. I just have one question, uh, just looking at that lineup. Aside from snowballs. What is considered a better projectile to throw? PS3 launcher. <laughs> a PSP uh, launcher. PSP launcher. Just, you know what I mean? Get the game in the PSP. Just yell Snape killed Dumbledore. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Want to try that? Well, just go in the car. Try you know, by shouting, yeah. And you know what's the sad part? Um, like, it's been raining all day here in Toronto uh, throughout much of, and much of southern Ontario. So the people who've been lining up have been lining up in that weather. Uh, some have had, I heard there were reports that some had tents. I didn't see them when I passed by. Maybe they were forced to take them down. Think about it this way, Mike. They could be in BC, and look how much rain they're getting. I know. Yeah, that's a, I'm looking on the bright side too. So, I mean, so I, I, I think if they're that hardcore, they just don't care. No, yeah, the I weather's mean, pretty nice today too, so it's not like they're. It's not it, it, like yeah. Actually, um, to everyone who's listening in the BC or in then uh, the Vancouver area, our thoughts are with you. There's been a boiled, there's been a boiled water advisory uh, issued for the area. Because of uh, contaminants, because of the uh, torrential rain, the um, extended rain period there. In BC. In BC, mm -hmm. apparently oh, it's set for tonight. Uh, it's set to cover tonight. Maybe lifted sometime tomorrow. But everyone's uh, before any water usage. We're being told that um, they have to boil their water. So we hope uh, no one gets sick, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully things will um, clear up in the morning there. Um, I don't know what to say about this. Uh, let's see. We see the lineups. Um, I heard the Best Buy, the best, like, if um, one store is able to, any one location is able to get at least 50, somewhere in the neighborhood of 50, it should be considered good considering all the shortages. And I believe the one, the Best Buy, we're, I'm, I pass by, uh, the reported number we're hearing is 43 there. There's going to be a bit of a frenzy of some sort. We know that. And uh, chances are a good chunk of the people in the lineup Will be chances are turning it around, turning around after purchasing their booty, and then selling <laughs> it off on eBay. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just dawned upon me. I, I chose my words poorly, didn't I? You're, it sounds like you're prostituting the thing there, but anyway. Or people are prostituting themselves to buy the thing, which you're pretty much going to have to do for the price. Yeah. Oh. Well, it's, it, well, it may not be far from the truth. Um, the thing is, a lot of them will probably turn around and sell it on eBay, and chances are get at least twice as much than the, what they paid for it. But you sent me an article, James, last night that was kind of disturbing, and I'm gonna I'll send this I'll set this in the show notes. You might as well explain it quickly, though. Okay. Uh, you want me to start off now, or start yeah. off, start it now? Because um, well, it was, since we're on it was this. interesting. Like we all knew what was going to happen in Japan as well, because they had like eighty thousand units compared to like our four hundred thousand in North America. But we knew the same, similar things would be happening and there'd be lineups and problems in Japan as well. But the actual on-the-foot reporting, like the mainstream media wasn't covering it. But this one guy basically was saying that some Japanese businessmen were basically hiring these homeless Chinese people and whatnot to basically stand in these lines for next to nothing. They would then give them the money before they went in to then buy the PS3 and then come back, give them the PS3, and then they give them the money and then they go turn it around online or whatever. But they had many other problems such as language difficulties mm -hmm. which cause chaos. 
They mm-hmm. didn't have a police presence at some of these places, even though they have the police um, stations every so often set up. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. usually there's and a police And there, there were other problems of, you know, when they try to interview the people saying, oh, I'm so proud I got my PS3 and I got the game and why'd you get it, stuff like that. They couldn't do that because of language difficulties. And a lot of people were saying, no, 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 I don't want to be interviewed. And so everyone was just like, okay. People, like, this could be, like, another yet another public but, relations nightmare. But I personally think it's almost, like, irresponsible that they're doing all these advertisements and stuff like that, and everyone's going on. No one's going to get it. Like, you're silly. The people you who will that. really you know, want You know what I mean? Like, whoever, whoever really wants it already has got it probably or got it pre-ordered. It's just, it's, like, irresponsible to me to be saying to people, oh, get our product. Unfortunately, we don't really have that much at all. We maybe have one per... One million person, you but know what I mean? This is like a public relations nightmare for Sony, and as if they needed... Did, you think people they, like, would learn they don't from the system one. launches before, like, no other industry does this. You usually get your eggs in order, make sure you're producing everything ahead of time, check out your sites and stuff like that, and then just sell the product. But the video game industry just doesn't seem to learn. I, I would say the Wii launch, they had their things set up ahead of time they had all the assembly lines running they had the things going and it looks like they're going to have a smooth launch compared to what most have had the past two years hmm I mean, but it's relative it's all relative it's, it's relative but one thing you have to kind of consider is like in defense of sony they had to get something well before out before christmas i mean they had to target this date or around this time because i mean it is the christmas season i i just sad that they they didn't meet their quota but i personally am starting to wonder about this christmas season thing where games like so many of the games come out at the christmas season and then you as the gamer you're looking at and you can't afford it you know i mean i wish i wish they'd spread it out across but the thing the is, the year, you like, know what I mean. It's, it's Stop. Not, it's not as if it's unique to the video game industry. This is for it's, everything. It's the toy industry and the electronics industry. Zoom yeah. came out yesterday, or a few earlier this week. Mm-hmm. That's not getting you. Don't get half completed toys in their boxes, unlike um, certain Star Wars Lego uh, DS products, which, which <laughs> shall remain nameless. <laughs> You're not in a good mood, are you? Um, I don't have a DS. I don't care. I had a PlayStation 2 version. My friend had the DS version. He was not happy. <laughs> oh, man. Well, I, I mean, okay, just for reference, uh, I have no fa- I really can't, like, in the free market economy, I have no real fault against people who will, who will get in line, buy a pl- PlayStation 3, and then want to sell auction it off. I have no problems with that. I do, however, have issues with those who aren't willing to do their own dirty work. That's what you're telling me here. Yeah, that's, that's the other thing is it's very exploitive. And I, I just can't believe that people would go to that low. Like, if they want to do it, just do it yourself. Get rid of the middleman, yeah. as we say. Mm-hmm. Besides, you might, besides you make more money off of it without having to pawn off the best, a, a, the best somebody one, for though, a couple actually. hundred dollars yeah. to stand in line. Jeez, come on. We're, this, is, this is a money thing. Save, save yourself a couple bucks. Or you mm-hmm. want to say something else? Actually, I'm trying to remember. I, it came to me yesterday. I saw on a program. I, actually, bad enough on G4. Worse enough, I saw that they were G4 talking. G4 Tech TV in yeah, Canada. Yeah. Yeah, they were talking from one of the show in the states. They were talking about the Yakuza gang involved and stuff like that. And this one guy had a picture of like 600 PS3 boxes. And they said if this guy really has 600 PS3 and is like auctioning them off on eBay or wherever they are doing it. Then he says, I'm going to take this guy out. 
because this is just BS. This is just sinking who's, to a who's, new who level. Said, who said they'll take him out? Um, I think it was one of the guys on Attack of the Show. They just said, this is ridiculous. Like, it's it's just gone to a point of course, where... Of course, if they make that attempt, they may have to deal with Big Brother. Right? <laughs> uh, in, in so many words, that's basically what they yeah. said. But. but for what it's worth, for what it's worth... Um, Shortages of the PS3. The Wii comes out the fo- two days later on the su- on the Sunday, but it looks like they'll be for the most part a, a little bit better off. They'll probably have more units, from what I could gather. That well, it, I think um, they'll probably still four, sell out. Mi- four million worldwide, and I believe North America is getting a million something or other, like above a million units. They said that yes, people should. There'll be more in supply. You may be able to get one without pre-ordering, but they told people. Just make sure that you're very have all your eggs in order. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they may sell out. They, they, they may, but you know, you it, may, know it probably I mean? won't be as bad. I don't think yeah. it doesn't sound like it's set up to be as bad. But it's different people, of course. They're yeah. going after Nintendo's going for more of the broad audience for people that have given up. It on looks games interesting too. It does look a little bit interesting. I'm half tempted, but not enough to and really. The launch look lineup looks a little better than the PS3. There's going to be a lot Zelda more, like, and more, twice as many more games, I believe. Yep. The only one I see on the PS3 I heard about was uh, Resistance of Man, and that's like an FPS, and different people have different views. Yeah, on that but that's one. the sad part. It looks like a lot of those initial launch games will be a lot of first persons and well sports games are another big thing as well and i am not sure about all of you but i don't mind sports games but it's amazing how they can keep on bringing them out year after year and people keep on buying them updated rosters new features <laughs> online capability it list goes on and on oh uh, i'm not into them either i have to admit so though uh, i mean i'm more likely to be playing something like grand theft auto or bully or mm-hmm. final fantasy than i am playing madden or nhl Actually, or 2K, any 2K sports games. Maybe the closest I'll get is like an arcade-based one like um, mm-hmm. NBA Street. Actually, out of interest. Or the Street Series. Any, Maybe SSX. Any console you're looking forward to purchasing maybe five years down the road when they have bigger libraries and a little cheaper? Oh, you mean uh, like when, when, yeah, when this, when the, this yeah, generation's the, waning? Well, not so because uh, PS3, they said they're going for a 10-year lifespan. So I figure in five uh, yeah, years I'll, I'll, I'll it's going to be amazed, it's going to be. But this one lasted six. Yeah, it's yeah, it lasted till six. That's true. But we'll see. I mean, so five years after down HD and Blu-ray have actually settled their differences. Yeah, that's, that's going to be <laughs> if a big ever. Part. And you we'll may have a totally inert system. We'll when, see. With your PS3, and maybe it may be irrelevant. We'll see, we'll see what happens. I mean, and, yeah, and the whole Blu-ray HD DVD thing. That's another story. It's, it's and we have to save it for another time. You know that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well. Okay. Anyway. I'm not sure if anime is ever going to come to Blu-ray, HD, DVD. Who Either. knows? <laughs> we'll see. I'd say, yeah, because it'll probably be forced to. We'll just see which one it chooses. And, yeah. and uh, I think they're waiting to see the dust settle, just like most, mm-hmm. just about everybody else. And I can't blame them. I, I, love, I love the one I hear from everyone. They said, these new formats are just another excuse to bring out Evangelion again. <laughs> and what more extras we talked can we about, put on? We talked about that. I talked about that one last week. Yes, we did. So but. I'll have to divide the next one, uh, my my uh, the other set to another Catholic school. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, move. We better move on. Um, it is yeah. Damn it! Another slow news week. You know, I was serious when I said after the taping last week that I was hoping someone would get arrested. So have there been any rash of complaints about the new PS3s yet? 
No, yeah. but oh. but I, I wouldn't be surprised considering 80,000 units compared, like the we people can be confident because the production's been out for a long time. There's a lot more out there, so they figured out the issues. But the PS3, I think, still has bugs and issues, so they don't really Probably know. Probably has bugs and issues. I heard but, but, some but, but, games aren't being playable and they have to do updates for well, it. Well, but people I, knew right away with the 360 but, um, but where people I were heard, getting that's the a sad I heard shut P- down. Like, nothing's going to be perfect initially anyway, so be prepared. I heard Sony said they would do what Xbox, well, what Microsoft did last year, which is if you have a problem, we will swap it out for a, a new one. You know what I mean? Because and, that's yeah, just well, good so, PR. So, they couldn't back of course, out that's of it. Ma- so that's also a matter of production. For, yeah. for Sony, they're kind of used to doing swaps as of late. <laughs> oh, that's a pot shot. Anyway, better move. What we, about Wii, though? I mean, um, last thought. One last thought, last well, thought about the Wii. Wii. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for. I'm stuff. waiting for a rash of medical problems generated by the Wii. Oh, you mean like <laughs> because uh, the Wii is carpal tunnel syndrome. With, with I'm waiting just waiting to, to see if it's somebody interesting actually, though because when you see people do the things they said you don't have to like do like the no, big just, swishes and stuff like well, that. Well, when it's you're typing, you don't do big swishes either, but you but get the, carpal tunnel. I'm just take your, TV, is, take your TV mm-hmm. remote and hold it in front of you mm-hmm. for an hour, waving it around, mm-hmm. and you tell me if it bothers you. But let me and ask you, do you that this: for three What about all those that's nice? Like that's like music conducting, and like a lot of music conductors after a while they. Exactly. I, I think this is the Wii is this is going to be a symptomatic problem and it's going to be folk uh, show up. But Neil, a isn't this and let, let me be the first to call it so it can be named what? after isn't, me or something. Yeah. Isn't this a oh, problem that's been syndrome. he has he has various <laughs> versions <laughs> of it. Isn't this a problem video games have had to deal with a lot? They keep on telling people, Oh, you shouldn't be playing video games for this amount of time because of carpal tunnel of all these and they do medical develop. issues, you know what I mean? And people still do it. Mental issues. Claw. That's the whole like, Jack Claw. The photo. Um, Especially photo for Korean. Whatever. People need power gloves. Oh, Korean land parties. Kiss of death. <laughs> exactly. No, it's true. It is true, though. I mean, uh, that's why I had to I single think it, it out because there have been some well publicized cases. No, oh, yeah. Korea's declining population is indeed based on StarCraft. Um, <laughs> Thank you for it's, telling it's, us. It's killing them softly. <laughs> Are you trying to say North Korea should just get more? I'm just saying Blizzard is is killing Korea. <laughs> That's a big <laughs> statement, my friend. Wow. Are you going to go tell George Bush bomb Blizzard because I, they're killing the? Kurds? I always I always got confused when I heard people talking about Warcraft and things like that because I go, oh, those Chinese farmers, and I kept thinking, how can a Chinese farmers afford this game system? But then I, I realized. For military purposes, no, for the, it's the gold. They're farming for gold. But I thought, you know, some guy in, you know, nowhere province in China was setting up his PC after coming in in the rice paddies. And I was wondering, what's nope. the problem? They're just making money. That was my early impression. Anyway. Okay, moving on to actual anime and manga business. It's a tribute to Ranma. You're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com.
were just mentioning during the break um, the Genion is on crack sale. If you didn't remember, uh, it, since we mentioned it l- last time Neil was on, did you get your stuff? I got my stuff. All um, of it. All you, did you were able to get all the shrink wrap off of it? I got all the stuff except for one, which became out of print, but. It was the first version Tenchi, so I just called them up and said, can I get the second, like, the reprint of the same volume? And they said, sure, no problem. So I'm picking that up tomorrow. Okay, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I got them I got them all. I, I mean, I got whatever I, like, the stuff I ordered, and it was quite a bit. The, the only pain, it, was, it, was a good, it was a good deal. The only painful thing was um, the shipping, which was really customs. Yeah, um, it was just, usually it's about, like, what, Give or take twenty to twenty five dollars. Twenty twenty five bucks. Um, but even then, with the amount of money I saved, who cares? It was good. <laughs> it was good. In case you were wondering, um, like James knows about it, Angela probably doesn't, and much of the audience may not do. Um, throughout September, except for at least one member who spent about what two hundred, two hundred and fifty dollars, three hundred, one hundred higher, four hundred, three hundred three, three. Okay, thank you. You only got a hundred. No sale. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, um, let me just quickly recap what this was. Uh, back in September, Right Stuff International had had this awesome sale. I guess uh, we give them the, such the, stupid plugs, <laughs> and they have their own podcast. <laughs> that, you know, what's the funny it, part? They have their own podcast. Isn't there Happy anniversary anime anyway? today. <laughs> but um, they, what they had was a Jenny on sale. Um, a load of like whole load of older Jenny on titles. Um, and newer, and newer, and and fairly recent ones. Fifty dollars would get you ten titles, twenty-five di- discs for a hundred dollars, and it was a great sale. And shipping and handling was provided. It was, hmm. so you, you if you so I mean if you want to do your own, had a wish list, maybe you would be able to get a lot of what you were looking for. And I, and it appears a lot of people did take advantage of it. And you know what? If you know. It, Rightfully so, I guess. Well, if Genion does this every year to purge their singles, yeah, um, it's not a bad be, idea. I would be a very happy person. Uh, yeah, it's it's probably well, not a bad idea with the proliferation of. I think um, it depends on the sets. studios because I know Right Stuff does have sales they have from time to time with different sales. studios. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It just depends on what the studios want to sell and how they want to do the sale. Sometimes, yeah, but you know, so. I give I give props to Genion for letting letting such a sale go. So, mm-hmm. uh, made a lot of people happy. Anyway, <laughs> Let me, let's continue the podcast. I finally, I finally had the, the feeble justification to get the Oh My Goddess movie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> four bucks. Was it, was it the <laughs> new one or the, or the old one? Four bucks, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyway, uh, and the po- so the podcast marches on for Thursday night, November the 16th, 2006. Nicholas Sinclair, Austin, and Jordan around the table in anime conversation with you from our studio in Toronto in front of a reasonable reasonably large live audience of four or five people, and online via thecomicden.com. Okay, let's lighten up the mood a little bit. Um, Angela's final insult last week gave me an idea. I wanted to do a segment on the best manga titles you've never heard of. So I asked everyone here to bring in one or two relatively obscure titles. Titles that are likely not from a well-known artist nor titles that would have a reasonably well-known anime or J-drama adaptation to this table and tell us a little bit about them. Basically tell us what they're about and what their appeal may be, and what their appeal certainly is to them. So, yeah, well, this is one of those general ones, but like I said earlier, this has been a slow news week. So, who wants to pitch the first title? 
Literally? <laughs> well, we do have like 20 minutes to go before the hour. Tumbleweed. We have plenty of time. <laughs> or should I start? You can start. Okay. Okay. okay, I will start. I will start with a very old one that Viz will probably never re-release. Actually, Mike, mm. can you tell me? Uh, I've been trying to find that title, Good and luck. it's out of print. Let Long me out of print. And so if title. you find it, you are a lucky person. Well, I got these you. like when they started coming out. The, the title I'm holding in my right hand, <clears throat> right hand is "Dance Till Tomorrow" uh, by Naoki Yamamoto. Uh, this was originally a, uh, this was originally printed out on Viz's. Adult pulp. pulp, pulp imprint, which was like their when it used to be a mature line. It doesn't exist anymore. You're lucky that even finished because a lot of them never even finished. Yeah. like Voyeur's Inc. was one mm-hmm. I collected and it didn't finish. Yeah, th- I mean this was yeah, I'm, I'm, this was this one was kind of happy. This is like um, this is uh, mm. this is one of those erotic comedies, and that's why I do feel this one will not be not be a, will probably never see the light of day in the newer formats. Um, this one is like, how do I put this? Someone said an erotic Maisonie cuckoo. I think I heard that from. <laughs> Who said uh, that one once? The um, I heard that from it's, the content not... owners. <laughs> That's what they told me. They, they were. See, that right stuff isn't the only store we're plugging. Yeah, and and, and uh, remember who hosts these shows, okay? <laughs> That's why I, I, I figured I'd put their name in there since they're already doing it. So, it's I, a, I, guess it's a, so I shouldn't say you should try and look for back issues of Beguiling or anything. <laughs> Well, that's where I'm hoping to look downtown Dorado, so you better not pick them up. Oh, I don't know. They're going to be, they are hard to find. I mean, all of the versions I had were first prints, and the last one only came out, came out like maybe two or three years ago. And it came out in the large format. It didn't that come out was in the large uh, choice, I believe. Yeah, it was, it was in the uh, like when they started rebranding, and the, uh, and the last one came out under the editor's choice banner, and it came out in the large format. It was one of the last, like one of the la- one of the later large, like I think one of Viz's last large bound books in the old in the original format, and one of their last, well, I wouldn't say their last left to right. Ranma was left to right as well, so including up until the last volume. But this is like an erotic. It is an erotic comedy about some dude who stands to gain an inheritance, gain a hu- uh, reasonable inheritance, and it's kept basically a secret uh, from everybody except one mysterious girl who, well, let me see how many sex scenes there are in this issue. Go ahead, go ahead. Just let me... Um, this is like this is like one of the more raunchier. This is like one of the more raunchier titles, surprisingly, that's out there. It's not. It's an, It's certainly an, a mature adult title. Um, I won't go as far as saying it's a hentai title. It's erotic rather than pornographic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's kind of saddening that Viz doesn't release these type of titles anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't think those types of titles like there aren't too many of them out. Yeah, like, and there's they, a lot of the mm-hmm. yaoi out there, but there's not too much of the, the hentai manga. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, not or at least it's, certainly it's not. It's hard to say. Yeah, like I mean, this is this is like this is like Yahweh is like same is like um, boys love, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. Same sex. Like I mean, Yuri's about to make a bit more of a splash now, but there's no <laughs> heterosexual <laughs> these type of stories. It, it's rare, and that's why I enjoyed this one this one so much. Um, there was, I believe, an animated movie that came out many many years ago and has never seen any form of, it hasn't been heard from since it's have you found a fan sub or a raw or anything nothing, uh, nothing. no it's nothing. nowhere there was a live action movie made about I think two years ago of this hmm. but I haven't heard anything from that either so um, but this one was a really good title and you won't find it easily anymore as, as James mentioned so if you can 
Like if you can see, if you find it, try it. It was seven volumes. Um, certainly good, one of those better, like it's certainly not cutesy, it's a little bit more, um, about to say hardcore. I, <laughs> see, the thing is though, I mean in a live version, I mean NHK could run it as one of their dramas, um, tone down the sex. Sure. And it would be perfectly fine because it's whimsical and, you know. It's not, it's, yeah. it, has a, it has an edge to it. It, it does have an edge to it of sorts. To me, to me, it certainly had an edge. It didn't try to be overly over. It didn't try and be over the top in, in in many respects, like the ones we are seeing out there. It didn't try and be fairly juvenile. It is a mature title. That's mm-hmm. what I liked about it. Yeah. Okay, so I I, I follow fired my first salvo. Anyone want to try now? Who's brave enough, or should I mention my second one? I can plug, <laughs> I can plug this thing which I got from Courtney, um, <laughs> I, or I borrowed, I should say. Um, and it's from Comics 1, so it probably doesn't exist anymore. Isn't it interesting how we keep mentioning titles that are all out of print? Um, <laughs> and it's Maniac Road. It actually has a sequel, um, Pretty Maniacs. And okay. essentially the premise of the book is a trench-coated stranger wanders into Akihabara. There's a beginning of anything. And... Um, basically is befriended by three sisters who are not goddesses um, <laughs> <laughs> who um, are working in the hobby shop of their deceased father um, it's a modeling shop and what eventually happens is it the shop is turned into an otaku paradise and um, the artist and um, illustrator storyteller uh, himself is also dedicated hardcore model builder, which comes out in little asides about detailing on ship turrets and things like that, and tanks in the afterward. Uh, but it's again a fairly mild title, um, zany, but again not totally over the top. They have a you know you know the 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 weekend paintball war which decides things in one one situation. <laughs> what better way um, to decide things than a hail of balls? And um, <laughs> at the end of Maniac Road, the store burns down. I've ruined it. Oh crap! No, um, <laughs> oh, you just ruined the whole. Okay, thing. <laughs> best part. Come on. But that okay, that's that. But that's provides the bridge to Pretty Maniacs. So. Um, it, it's good. It gets rebuilt. There you go. Oh, so it's a How many volumes oh. did both titles last? Three each. Three each. Hmm. Might they still be all and they're relative, they are relatively self-contained. Um, I, I wouldn't put it past people to think that any one of the two um, studios that existed after Comics 1 could have them, either I, DR Master or I, Infinity Studios. Anyone I think know? DR Master picked up most of the back catalog of Comics 1 from what I remember in their deal. Mm-hmm. Infinity Studios only got some of them, but most of the back catalog went to DR Master. Okay. So. It does like. Of which I've got the Iron Watch and. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Want to talk awesome. about that? Uh, yeah. It's, um, it's Iron Chef, literally. Um, <laughs> literally. Wow. It is very much the, the hardcore shonen manga with the, the really ugly guy um, and the women with improbably large breasts. And it's about competitive cooking to be number one, and uh, of course, as everything with cooking, um, it's the same as pretty much card collecting, dueling with small monsters or anything else. It's always <laughs> to be number one. 
But mm. the nice thing about this, and something you would never find in Pokemon, is it also has recipes. Recipes? Mm. Like Have you ever tried, <laughs> tried <it? laughs> Bartender. How would you say it compares to, say, uh, Yakata Japan, which is another one that just came out um, recently, but that's ba- Interesting bakery. in bread. Yeah, same, s- similar, similar style. Um, the artwork in this seems more like hardcore shonen. Uh, mm. If that makes any sense to no, you. No, no, I, I, yeah. I know what you mean. Yeah, um, Stuffy was a bit more cute. Yeah. Yeah, that, there's a little softer side. That there's looks a, much, a little more... This mm. has got the... This is, you know... You got the action. Yeah, some really serious eyebrows, the evil <laughs> grin. Um, everyone, you know, mo- the, the, the bad guys are, you know, on the verge of the grotesque <laughs> and really dark, broad ink struck, you know... Um, yeah. But it's hilarious, it's, honestly. It's fun. It's really good. Um, because Jan uses wonderful techniques. They have um, During one of the first competitions, he actually poisons the audience <laughs> um, to show how good he is in the kitchen. <laughs> and you loved it. You ate it all. <laughs> and, and, you know, this is the kind of thing he does. And um, they will bring out, you know, horrible, horrible ingredients that you would never, you know, normally use. And then he makes it taste wonderful. <laughs> Um, wow. And they're all very much like this. I mean, one of the guys brought out a salt, a giant salted fish <laughs> that filled the entire stadium o- uh, with the aroma of rotting fish. And everyone was, you know, <laughs> choking and throwing up. And he made a beautiful sauce out of it with just a sensitive aroma. So it's, it, it's, it's, it's really over the top, but it's really good, yeah. How many volumes is it running? I don't know. I'm a, I'm still, a it's still I'm a it's, I think it's past 20. I know it's past 20. 20. Uh, oh, I know it's past 25 or something and still coming okay. out from DR Master. Still going strong. I think, I yes. think once Comic 1 uh, went down, people were concerned. I remember there's a big... Yeah, I there's think that a small the title everyone base. was really... Comics 1 was releasing it extremely sporadically when it was coming out from them. Mm-hmm. So actually when they went out of business and lost the title, they started producing it on a more even schedule. Mm-hmm. Because I wasn't There's sure There's always how, a how silver lining, yep. isn't there? <laughs> okay. All right, well, I can go. Go ahead. What I brought in is a CMX tile, actually, and it's one of the first ones they started putting out, and it's from 1976. And it's another retro shoujo. I know I'm really big on that. And it's Swan by Ariyoshi Kyoko. And it's kind of... It's got the underdog sports manga formula that we've seen again and again in Hajime no Ippo and other things like that where the, the lead is somebody that you can really relate to. She's got, like, hidden talent, but she also, she's very fallible. And, mm-hmm. like, she's got this unpolished brilliance and potential that, like, people are going to bring out. And it's actually a ballet manga. And I don't care at all about ballet, so I did not buy this <laughs> title when it first came out, because I'm like, ballet, why the heck would I want to read that? Culture. But Yeah, so at, but at the... CN convention this year they were have they're selling it for like two ninety nine or something so I'm like whatever I like shoujo manga so it's actually like one of the best drawn shoujo manga I've ever seen it's like right up there with Emma I'd say just as far as how it's drawn and that the visuals are great like especially with showing the dancing um, it's just done in such a creative way like show, superimposing different moves of each dance like right over top of each other so that you follow it with your eyes and you can see like how each person's arms are moving and their legs and just the layouts too it's just really symbolic and i wish that people would give it a try so that it's not it doesn't end up in bargain bins at cn anime anymore i just <laughs> see when you when you mention this description i i'm thinking of this figure skating anime I, 
Genben no Kaleidoscope or something? I don't know. The I mean, Canadian I'm, Ghost. Canadian Ghost. <laughs> oh, that's, oh. that's true. I think that there is there is a figure skating <laughs> anime. There is a figure skating anime. Was it Elvis Stoiko or something? Yes. You're a Canadian Ghost from he's Canada. Not he's not kidding. <laughs> I've never he's, heard of this. Yeah. Um, we should, uh, basically, during the Montreal Olympics. Simultaneously, while performers performing from Japan, a plane above somewhere above crashes, or, or the, the the person that suffers a heart attack. I can't remember; it's blurry now. And, and so, of course, the the, the Canadian go or the Canadian spirit travels free into the young <laughs> Japanese girl. What? Um, so now the young Japanese girl shares her body with a Canadian ghost of a middle-aged man. I'll check. I'll, we'll look it up. I'll, okay, I'll try okay. and remember, okay? But Swan. Yeah. That, and just looking at that. Just seeing that over just uh, over the table. So. Yeah, it really... I can't describe it in words. Like just You just have to take a look at it. And just the way the panels are broken up. Um, the visual style, too. Like, the characters are really... It's really 70s shoujo. But it's, so everybody's just absolutely gorgeous. Even, like, the 50-year-old men in the comic. But... It, just please That's take possible, a That's possible, right? 50-year-old <laughs> <laughs> characters? A little plastic Inanimate? surgery never Yeah, like uh, the, the aging hurt. ballet masters. Anyway. Okay. Did, oh, you know, we're only now going to have room for just one each, you know, at the rate we're going. Well, I only mm. have one anyway, so I'm done. Yeah. Okay. I have like 50 titles well, stacked you have, along. You have me. one on the table, so you might as well mention it. Or one well, or two on the I, table. I, so figure, I, figure, I figure I might as well go for another discontinued title just like you two. <laughs> it's like the best of discontinued titles. <laughs> it's like, you guys will never find it. You'll have to kill us you to get it. You guys will have to go out and get these. Oh, that's right. You can't. <laughs> that's really mean. <laughs> this, is, this is the show of one hits, right? <laughs> Maybe they'll find it somewhere on the internet because we all know there's tons of stuff on the internet, including PS3s. (laughs) (laughs) Go 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 go. Okay, Um, it's a two uh, volume manga. Many may have heard about it in the early Tokyo Pop lineup. It's X Day, and it's basically about these students and their teacher that get together through the computer and email and stuff like that, and they decide to blow up their school. And basically, (laughs) it goes about through their plan to blow up the school. I won't let the ending gets you whether they do blow up the school or whether they do not blow up the school because that is up to you to read and find out is, if they morally become unwound. Is there unwound. any particular reason why they're blowing the school so up? I gotta because my- basically it's kind of like the old Japanese thing of basically they're not fitting in. They just are social outcasts and stuff like that. And so basically they're tired of life and they say, okay, we're going to get back at society and everyone else. Any particular reason it appeals to you? <laughs> well, do you want to know? <laughs> I don't know. I thought it was an interesting read. It was actually a very short, very concise, very interesting read. That's basically the plot, but I think there's deeper meaning to find in it. And some of it is the social anxiety we keep on hearing about in Japan that they have to face and deal with with stress for success yeah. and stuff like that. You know what I mean? There's, and there's all these underlying things, and there isn't but that's really the basic a su- plot. Like, I've been told there's not really a support system for mm-hmm. in, in Japan. So usually it's either gut it, it's either, um, you know, gut it out or suicide. That's Those are the only real mm-hmm. two options, but there's nothing else. It's a, sad, it's a sad situation, but it's one of those titles that I think that's short and sweet, and it tries to deal with something that I don't think is dealt with on a regular basis. As much as we don't want... Yeah, it has to be dealt with. It's kind of hard for us to kind of 
outside the box because we have all these supports we have all these systems in place mm-hmm. in Canada that we don't you realize don't. we have if you, and if you do drop out of high school there's not as much stigma yeah. attached mm. to it as in Japan and there's also a second chance you can go yeah. back to night school you yeah. can go back to college you can go back to all sorts of things mm-hmm. not, not there but um, yeah. the c- other quick one just to go over is a vampire tile actually it's from Infinity Studios it's the first time we've ever mentioned vampires on this show, I think. In all <laughs> Funny enough, considering how many titles episodes. are out there. In, this in one, eight episodes. This one is uh, Blood Alone, and it's by um, Masayuki uh, Takano. And basically, it's kind of an interesting title. It's like this young girl vampire, and she's living with this writer, this older guy writer. And it goes through their adventure of him trying to find out what happened to his sister and find um, her family and stuff like that. So it's an interesting little mystery type of thing with a little action on the side. But it's actually really nice quality. The paper is really good. As they can see over here, they have like the dust cover and everything, which you rarely see. Which you rarely see in and North America. Nice color. Mm-hmm. But color it has. Too. Yeah. But it's really interesting style and stuff like that for anyone who's into that. It's not. Like your total vampire tile, I'd say it's closer to um, um, Tsukinomi uh, Moonface okay. than, say, your Helsing. It's closer to that. So it tends so to be a little it's, more it's more It's more in, in the comedic. mainstream, in my opinion, if you want to know it in that well, sense. Well, Blood really wasn't, it turns out, really, or the novel wasn't about vampires either. It was about the Rothschilds. Um, and the Jewish community in Europe versus the Vatican. Oh, you're so, talking about the other. You're yeah. talking about the other thing. This one's yeah. totally different, but it's called yeah. Blood Alone. Okay, that's cool. From Infinity Studios, if you want to know. Hey, that. Hey, that's that's a good. Also, way to, to let you know, um, it's at two what, volumes. Point, two point. volumes at the moment, and I'll probably release volume three and volume four this year from Infinity Studios, depending on how fast it's released in Japan, because it's still being released there. So it's one of the few ones that's actually on schedule with Japan and America mm-hmm. on the same page. That's cool. And you can really actually get it, unlike the rest of our titles we talk about. Uh, Swan and... Uh, was it blo- and actually, Blood Swan alone. we can get. Yeah, but mm-hmm. Swan so. as well. The art style in Swan and looks a lot like Candy Candy. Yeah, it does. Mm. I think different author, but... Yeah, same, same era, yeah. same... Yeah. Certainly worth... All titles are worth looking into, and the ones that you can get your hands on, and the ones that'll be a little bit harder. <laughs> anyway, that's a, that's a good way. That, that's a good way. That's a good use of a segment. So that's it. We'll be back. Uh, wrap it up with a round of final insults in a couple seconds. You're listening to the Anime Roundtable on thecomicden.com. Time now for final insults. Um, Angela told me during the break she had nothing written down. That's okay. She'll have time to think because guess who's going first? The returning boy. Neil, you're up first. I was actually, we were just talking during the break about um, the the imminent, or imminent in several months, but probably sooner than the Eva movies, um, release of um, Gonzo's Romeo and Juliet. And we're just wondering how exactly giant robots will fit into this tragic love story. The interesting thing, though, is the Count of Monte Cristo. Some of their production staff is actually going on to the oh, staff of Romeo and Juliet, supposedly, from what I, I can't hear. watch it. It makes me sick. <laughs> I know. Their the, shirts. The, the alien shirts. The, sh- the color of shirt that Neil <laughs> oh, is God. accurate as to what we'll see. 
The right. loud shirt just tells it all, right? <laughs> yeah, you're wearing it. hypocritical in saying that now, but... <laughs> See, if we were in Hawaii, no one would care, <laughs> but because we're colors. <laughs> Anything else about Romeo and Juliet and Shakespeare um, you want to talk about? <laughs> no, I, I just want to see what else comes out. I mean, I, I, want, I, I want to see, you know, an anime version of Macbeth now. <laughs> oh, actually, that would be awesome. Did you watch uh, and, the and one version where they nail off Macduff's head Well, there are so many. Sword? There are so many Shakespearean <laughs> plays where girls dress like boys. And I'm wondering, <laughs> and I'm, you know, as you like it, things like that. And I'm wondering why none of the animated producers are jumping on those. Maybe it's those because the Yaoi producers have already jumped on the bandwagon. Which is my scary thought. But that would be that would be different because be, it's a girl dressed as a boy mm. making out with a boy, so it's okay. <laughs> well, they jumped on the Chevalier Deon, yeah. so that's a real guy. That is not anyway. Thanks. That's not your last thought. You do have a real final insult, right? Do you, James? Yeah, it's more in line with what we were talking about system launches, and I'm just intrigued to find out that if people really want this. PS3, there's only one way, and me and my friends have discussed it. You basically wait outside the store, the first person who comes out, nail them over the head, take the thing, and run. That's the only way you can physically get one. It's very after the launch. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm sure people are doing that. Like, it, it just doesn't surprise me. It just makes me wonder. Have but you, I'm intrigued to see, though, at the end of the day, how long the lines are for the Wii. I'm intrigued on that scale. Maybe, maybe not. I That's think people will be all PS3'd out. And, and, I'm, and speaking as somebody who's years ago stood <laughs> in those lineups, um, I can tell you those things can be Walmart, pretty vicious. wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. They can be pretty vicious. It can be pretty cold. And once you do it, pray you never have to do it again. <laughs> and you just have to wait right, five well, years. Going back to Romeo and Juliet, I was taking a look at some of the production art on the website, and I noticed that... I don't think it was just my imagination, but I think that there were some textures going on in the character designs. But we'll have to see. It looks fine in the uh, the still drawings, but I don't know how it's going to translate to the anime because the thing with Gankutsuo was that the textures really bothered me, and that's why I stopped watching it. Really? Yeah. Mm. Sounds like Neil. I know I've heard people when the texture's changing on the screen. I guess I can understand that. Yeah, it's like the textures don't move with the characters. It's aliasing, not anti-aliasing. Well, yeah, when I watched um, Paradise Kiss, they had textures in there too, but it was just in the fabric, and it moved with mm-hmm. the characters, and it just made a world of difference in like to have it move with the characters and to have it integrated into the animation. So hopefully they'll be able to do that a little better with the upcoming Romeo and Juliet, but we'll have to see. Thanks. You know, it'll, it'll be worth watching actually. Okay. I'm gonna make one more recommendation this week, and this one is neither anime nor manga. It's a documentary series. BBC has been doing a documentary series over the last few years called Japanorama. It's a rather quirky and humorous look at different facets of Japanese pop culture. So far the series has two seasons. The first one originally aired in 2002 and went six episodes. And the second series aired a few months ago uh, in September. Sadly for many North American fans, the only way you can see this show is to download it. Torrent. (laughs) <laughs> right. Thank you, Torrent. So if you see it, get it. It's really a lot of fun. Just a warning, though. I don't know who comes out looking more foolish, the Japanese as subjects or the host, and for that matter, us as someone interested. Okay, that's it for this week. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm going to go buy some eggs and pass by the Best Buy on the way home. We'll see you next week, folks. Good night and good luck.
If you have any questions, comments, or suggestions, feel free to send an email to roundtable at thecomicdun.com. Also, please check the show's official home at www.thecomicdun.com for show info, past episodes, and directions to the store in Mississauga, Ontario, now celebrating 27 years in business. The Anime Roundtable is a production of Mike Nicholas, copyright 2006.